Welcome to the Nifty Podcast, presented by Partyfish Media, a showcase of the best emerging filmmakers under the age of 25 from all around the world. Film starts here at Nifty 2018, presented by Oculus from Seattle, Washington. Hi, everybody. My name is Robert Spiewak. I uh, used to be the festival manager for Nifty, and uh, this year I programmed the Experimental Films and uh, am one of the hosts of the show. So welcome. Uh, glad to have you joining listening in. Um, this week on the show, we are looking at one of the films I did indeed program, a film called Lullaby, and um, I'm sitting here talking with the director of the film. Elias, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah, uh, thanks for having me on. I'm yeah. Elias Hinojosa, uh, and I directed Lullaby. Yeah, right on. Um, so yeah, this was a lot of, uh, this was one of the, as I already mentioned, the films uh, that was part of the experimental batch that I got to program this year. Um, and so it's it's great to have you here. Great to talk to you about it. So I want to just real quick uh, start with, for those uh, people that, you know, might not be totally familiar with the film, just uh, can you give us like a quick like synopsis, just tell us a little bit about it to tease people to go and see it if they haven't already. Yeah, sure. Uh, well, the the whole film itself, all six minutes of it, essentially is a tease itself. Um, and like you said, it is experimental, so it's it's a it's a bit of a a, a bonkers premise and concept. Um, you know, it's it's a story about dreams and nightmares, but most importantly, it boils down to a story about sacrifice. And it's told through the point of view, uh, through the mind of um, a dominatrix. Yeah, yeah. That was something I think that... Um... That was one of the things that, like, at least on first watch, you know, mm-hmm. caught it was kind of the I don't know, I don't want to say like it was like super shocking, but it just, you know, it's um, well, it's not Pretty even bold, yeah, 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 bold. That's the word I was searching for. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I don't know because it just kind of jumps into there's kind of two sides to the film, right? There's mm-hmm. the performance of the lead actress, and then there's her side job, is or so you might want to call it right. Um, and then, uh, just her as a working mother as well. Um, so, um, can you, can we just go into a little bit, like where did like the inspiration come from this? Like what, like, um, just where did this project kind of, you know, come out of and from? Yeah. Well, the first seed that was planted was, um, the lead actress, her name's Zoe Wright. Uh, she's an old friend of mine. We, we go way back from, you know, we've done a bunch of theater shows together and I've always known she's just this powerhouse talent of a voice and, uh, just of a human, you know, she's just like otherworldly and she she doesn't want to be an actress. You know, she doesn't, she doesn't, she's not really pushing that. She wants to open up her own gym. She's really into fitness. So I said, you know what? I need to, I need to write a part for you. You know, I need to, you know, no one's using you and you're this just huge, you know, beam of light. So, um, that's where the, you know, first seed was planted. I had my lead actress and I really wanted to show off something, um, for her, um, and, and that's where it started. And then I started thinking about the sacrifices that my own mom, you know, I was raised my whole life by a single mom, the sacrifices mm-hmm. that she made to um, put me through school and to support me in following my dreams. I'm on my last semester at UT, um, hopefully going to LA next fall. And, and, and I just started to realize, you know, I started to, I felt like I owed her not only an apology for being a, you know, 
dumb high school kid, but also <laughs> a thank you, you know, a thank sure. you for everything that she's done and everything she continues to do. And yeah, it's a, it's a pretty twisted way to thank your mom, but you know, she knows me like no one else. So <laughs> sure, sure. She, she gets my sense of humor. <laughs> yeah, that's and and that's uh, another thing. I guess I kind of wanted to go into was like was. Uh, it's interesting that you mentioned that uh, the lead actress was someone that you just kind of had known for a while. And you, it's, it's awesome that you wanted to, you know, write something that kind of lifted her up. Um, and so what was like, how did those conversations go like with working, just with working with her and like, I don't know, introducing her to just the project when you kind of had it roughed out? Like, what was that whole process like of like, did, did was it, how collaborative was it with her? Um, well, it, it essentially all hit me all at once, um, like you know, really good ideas do for some people. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and I, it all just came to me all at once. And I called her right away and I said, "Okay, I just thought about this idea. What do you think?" And she goes, "Yeah, cool, sure." You know, she trusted me, and she and she's really, you know, she's a team player, um, and she was game for it. And I, there wouldn't, there wasn't really much. Uh, convincing going on also for the other actor the you know the man baby that I didn't have to convince him at all I said wow "Um, here's your you know well not here's he knew what he was going to be wearing ahead of time but uh, you know you're going to be wearing this and this is what your role is he goes cool what time do I show up yeah so I lucked out it was just the luck of the draw for me Mm -hmm. uh, concerning the the characters in the casting yeah, yeah. So that's uh, re- that. That's that's you did get lucky because I've I've I don't know. I feel like I've been on sets where all of a sudden it seems like a surprise to the actor of what they're going to be doing that day, and like navigating that can be like really there. There can be a lot of pressure involved in that. And so, yeah. Um, what uh, I guess w- was there anyone on the project that took convincing or like you know what I mean? Like, was there anybody on the crew side or? Like, was it, or was this just smooth sailing throughout? Like, was everyone Um, just so down? (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, this project that I made was my very first real film project in, in school. It was made um, for intro to advanced narrative storytelling class. And uh, the main limitation of the project was we can't use dialogue. Um, And of course I found a loophole with, you know, the song. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, but we couldn't use dialogue for it. So that also put a limitation, but I think it's, it's, it's really cool in film school to have those limitations because it forces you to think in a different way creatively. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and everyone else on the set, it was a very small set. I mean, look at the credits and there's very few people. Yeah. Um, it was pretty run and gun, you know, I storyboarded and we went off the storyboards and, but it was it it was a fun project to make and everyone was having fun while doing it um but yeah the set was never exceeded more than i think the most people we had was 5 okay wow so i i didn't i don't think i realized that this was kind of your first project too so um something that uh i always find really interesting when talking to uh and feel free to not identify as an experimental filmmaker but when i um uh, having programmed our experimentals for a couple of years, it's always really interesting um, to kind of dive into where just non-traditional ideas come from, or at least just ideas through a lens that we're not always used to seeing on a uh, screen. And so as a first time filmmaker, like what made you want to come out the gate with like something that, that 
is bold and like like they're just is trying new things uh, just from a uh, aesthetic and uh, spectacle standpoint. But um, I don't know, just trying the new thing of making a movie in general. Like like what made you just want to you know step with a really strong foot forward on project number one like this? I mean, well. Y- I didn't set out to make an experimental film. I love experimental films, and I'm I'm really happy that this does fit that um, you know that that niche. Um, but I, uh, it's it's like it's like when people say experimental films are like genre less. You know, like they're like there's no genre. What's the genre? But I feel like my style or the way I think about story is genre full. You know, I like to, you know, smash different genres and, and archetypes and, you know, caricatures and, and just throw them at the wall and have a mix, put them in a blender, chop them up, you know. Um, so that's what that's how I kind of like to approach um, my stories, I guess. And that's that's what happened with Lullaby, you know, but I wasn't trying to make you know, a spectacle or, um, you know, I, I just wanted to make something really cool and really daring, you know, no one was, no one makes that when you're a sophomore in college, you know? So I, I wanted to be that guy who, <laughs> you know, put a, put a grown man in a baby costume. So I guess, um, the kind of like, if, uh, one of the things that, you know, stood out to me from this is like, there is a little bit of, you know, like the, that whole side of the story of um, uh, I forget if the lead character, does she have a name because it's never said or anything, right? No, it's not said and it's not credited, but to me and to Zoe, the lead actress, her name is Dom. Dom. Oh, okay. Fitting, right? (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. Um, And so, yeah, so this kind of, it operates in this kind of, you know, this kinky, this um, uh almost BDSM space. Yeah. And so like what, uh, what drew you to like juxtapose that with um, let's call it, uh, I don't even know what's just trying to be conscientious of, you know, whoever might be listening, like, mm-hmm. um, like, like a traditional, like nine to five job or something like that. Let's call it that. Um, like, b- because uh, you know, everyone has to, has to have a work life balance. Right. And mm-hmm. so, yeah. Like, what drew you to that being her job as a, and well, she wants to, you know, become a singer. Like, how did you find that specific juxtaposition? Well, yeah, that juxtaposition kind of, um, I mean, I wanted to tell a story essentially um, about someone living a double life, a portrait, a, a, a portrait that you think you know the person, and then at the very end, it's a, you understand or, or, or it makes you think in a, in a completely different way. Um, you know, two sides of a coin. And with this story, I like to think of it as three sides of a Mm -hmm. coin because you have her, um, you're initially dropped into the story, uh, with her walking on stage and she's about to sing. And then the, the elevator bell just, brings her back, you know, snaps her out of it. Mm-hmm. And then you're, you're landed into her work, you know, her day job, her, but you don't know that that's what it is. Sure. Um, and it just, it, I also wanted to tell a statement about, you know, sex work and how, how hard it is for, um, 
for, you know, a mother sometimes, you know, the lengths that moms will go for their children, for their child. Uh, and, and, and the, the, the film makes really interesting parallels and really, really, um, a strong analogy to motherhood through that fetish and that fetish, uh, it's not, you know, it's not necessarily BDSM. It's like a sub genre or like a sub fetish, you know, this, uh, uh, what are they called? ABDLs, adult baby diaper lovers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I thought initially it, it wasn't going to be that specific kink. Mm-hmm. And then, and then I kind of allowed myself to, you know, think about, that and I said, "Wow, that actually makes a lot of sense, and it ties everything together in a really perfect way." Yeah. So I ran with it. Um, so that's essentially how uh, how that happened. Cool. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, so kind of just to jump off of that, um, mm-hmm. you know, you you found a way to pair it all to pair those three kind of sides to this story together, right? So let's talk about kind of how the reception of the film just has been. Um, in just has been in general um and uh so how did let's talk about it just through the lens of nifty like how did the screening in nifty go and what did what was how did the audience reaction kind of go oh it was it was great at nifty i i loved it um i love it when people you know come up to me and ask me a question you know, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't like movies that give you all the answers. You know, I like stories that leave you, you know, wanting a little bit more and thinking more about a certain subject that you wouldn't normally have thought about or seeing something in a different light. So I love it when at Nifty when people would come up to me and they'd they'd, you know, ask really interesting questions about the story or um, it, it was a really great reaction. You know, and and mm-hmm. I welcome questions and I welcome different interpretations and, and stuff like that. Uh, and it was great. It, it started a, you know, a dialogue with the friends I made there and yeah. uh, everyone really liked it. And, um, and they said, they said, because a lot of them met me before they saw my film and, uh, they said, I, I could instantly tell it was your work. Cause it just, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know We're we are one. Uh, it's, it's, it is an extension, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's got to be gratifying as the director. Like you, you got mm-hmm. a little piece of yourself up there on the screen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it. And I love Lullaby. It's my, you know, my firstborn. It's my baby. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was something that I found um, just, I think that, um, you know, the, the poignancy of just, just your commentary on mother, on, on, on working motherhood um, mm-hmm. was something was what really drew me to it. And so I'm, I'm glad that, you know, you had other yeah. people that, you know, found some significance in it at the festival and it, and it started those conversations because I think that, you know, that's what a lot of, I think that's just what a lot of filmmakers are looking to do in general. And so, um, so kudos on film number one being that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and that's the most important part is the motherhood part of it. Yeah. You know, you got to have some humanity in there. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So were there any, like, I guess, um, any concern, did you have any like concerns with, um, with it being a bold statement on, because like, uh, uh you're, because I'm, I'm making an assumption here, but you, ad- mm-hmm. I'm assuming you identify as, as male. And, yeah. um, so having written and directed a film that, you know, is, is from the female perspective, like, uh, just, just how, how did that feel? And what was, I don't know, like having to come from a experience other than your own, like, what was that 
process like and owning it that in that way? Well, um, I'm I'm incredibly inspired by defiant women and independent, strong women because I was raised by one. Mm-hmm. So it was easy for me to tell that story because I I had I grew up with the inspiration. You know, I talked to her every day. Um, yeah, yeah. And also Zoe, the lead actress, was you know is integral to the film, mm-hmm. uh, and and I made sure you know she could see this point of view and was comfortable and was confident, and she lived and breathed it, and and uh, I couldn't have asked for you know really anything more. But I, I love telling stories, um, you know, about marginalized people, um, uh, especially women um, and people of color. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I think that uh, I think that we're all, you know, ready for more stories like that, just from perspectives Mm -hmm. we don't see or we haven't seen in movies. Most of the time movies have been around. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, no, I agree. I think that um, I think that that's great that, you know, it's a just a just a different story on the screen. And um, and, you know, there's some in some ways like just that representation aspect of it in itself you know somebody could make the argument that that is experimental and mm-hmm. so um i don't know I'm, I'm very appreciative of that um in the piece so kudos um, thank you thank you yeah so um just in uh in general what um are your are there any more plans for the film now that um you know it's played at least one festival are you doing anything else with it um, well, I, I plan to share it. Um, mm-hmm. I think by the time this podcast will be live, I think it will be up on Vimeo. Cool. Um, yeah, I just want to get it out there, get it seen by as many people as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, I'm on, that's, that's great. Um, especially if, uh, um, I don't know. Come, it's we're rolling into Oscar season, and kind of representation is front and center stage again. You know, it seems so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right on. Uh, when we're recording this, it's Oscar season, anyways. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's great. Um, so let's. Um, what are you working on now? Well, like, what's next for you? And um, yeah, where what can people be on the lookout for? Yeah. Um, well, I'm finishing up my my last semester at UT. So I'm still, you know, um, trying to, uh, put the puzzle pieces together, but you know, the puzzle's almost done. Um, I just wrapped my junior thesis film. Um, well, I didn't wrap it. It's done. I'm just waiting to buy a music license. You know how expensive those can get. Yeah. yeah. Uh, But it's, it's, um, that piece is a 10 minute film called widow and it stars my, um, my own grandma, in and we film in my grandma's house um and she's it's her acting debut and it's a story about grief and loss and it's almost uh you know it's almost like a meta documentary hybrid because of how real it is for her and how it real it has been for her because her husband my grandfather passed away two years ago and so this story is about um about that, about loss and, and about mental health. Cool. Uh, it's like Requiem for a Dream meets Seventh Seal. <laughs> wow. Um, Some lofty goals. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was, it's a lot of fun. Um, cool. But that one, that one is done, but I, well, not done, done, but you know. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. I'm working right now, I'm on pre-production on my thesis film. It's going to be a 12 to 13 minute 
uh, high octane psychological roller coaster ride. You know, Twilight Zone version of college. Essentially, it's everything I've I've learned um, being a college kid and being a young adult. You know, everything I've struggled with navigating those really murky waters of early adulthood. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, between adolescent and adult, it's it's crazy and so is my thesis film so it's gonna be a it's gonna be pretty bonkers so (laughs) (laughs) that sounds awesome stay tuned yeah yeah you're gonna you're gonna send them both over to nifty right oh you betcha (laughs) because you can't you can't can't tease us like that and then we never see them right (laughs) (laughs) of course not of course not um awesome well um cool well uh as we wrap up um where can people kind of stay up to date with you and your work um you got social media or uh you mentioned a vimeo channel can you uh tell us um where people can go yeah i think the best place to follow me on would be um instagram because i use that as you know my online portfolio and uh like kind of like my website right now um so it has everything and I keep it up to date pretty nicely. And it all, I also post links that connect to my Vimeo channel. And, and I'm Elias A, my middle initial, Inohosa, on uh, Vimeo. Mm-hmm. And I am Eli X Hino, E-L-I-X-H-I-N-O, on Instagram. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much where you can track me down. <laughs> awesome. Sounds great. Um, cool. Well, thank you so much for taking some time to uh, to, to talk to us about Lullaby. It was uh, it was a delight for me to program and it was great to meet you at the festival and I look forward to seeing you at a future one. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on this uh, podcast. I love talking, especially about lullaby. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. <laughs> so thank you so much. Yeah, you got it. And thanks for listening. For more information on Nifty 2018 presented by Oculus, the talented youth and more emerging filmmakers, check out nifty.org or find us on Facebook and Twitter at NFFTY or on Instagram at Nifty Film. And for more podcasts from Partyfish Media, follow us on social media at Partyfish Media. Partyfish Media.